0: So I knew the moment that I came in here, I had one, one objective when I walked into this room, and that was to, uh, to say something, to, to present just so I could write on these freaking whiteboards. These are awesome, and I'm excited about this, but Troy, I may need your help getting some of the higher Done. spots. Just nothing above the glass. So today, I've, I'm thinking about this, um, and I'm thinking about the whole, like, we're not here for ourselves, even though the number one purpose of any small business is what? to make as much money as humanly possible, okay? That's why we're all here, but to do that, what do we do? We help each other, okay? So what can I present in 10 minutes that will have a profound influence on every one of you if you apply what I say? So I, going through that thought process, as part of that, I, sa- I kind of came up with something myself, and I have self-tagged February, piggybacking off of Radon, Hey, February is love your gut month. So I have the challenge of going through what your gut is, what it does, and how to take care of it now in eight minutes and 45 seconds. So it's a daunting task. We're going to go fast and I'm going to finish with five things that you can start doing next like tomorrow uh, to help improve your overall health, to lose a little weight and to get outstanding energy. So here we go. You guys ready? All right, when we're talking about the gut, what do you think the number one organ is that we're talking about? Brain. Your brain and your gut, (laughs) I love it. Your brain and your gut are inseparably connected. You cannot affect your brain without affecting your gut. You cannot affect your gut without affecting your brain. There are many, many studies that basically they took a bunch of mice They whacked them on the head. Who wants that job? When they whacked them on the head, they saw a bunch of gut enzymes come out of these mice. Meaning the head injury was affecting their gut. You see see the same thing going the other way. About four pounds of your body, your brain makes up about four pounds of your body. Yet it consumes 30% of the energy that you put into your mouth. Whoa. Gut affects your brain. Okay? So, I say the brain because the digestive process actually starts with smell. You walk into a room where they're cooking bacon, what's the immediate thing that starts to happen? You hit that smile, you start getting that endorphin rush, you start to salivate, that's the digestive process actually starting to happen. So digestion technically starts in the mouth, and I don't know how to draw a mouth without getting dirty comments from Troy, so we're going to pretend that this is a mouth and these are teeth. Hey, so you take that piece of bacon and you put it in your mouth and you start chewing, what happens? Salivation. What is in your saliva? Enzymes. You guys are on this. That is where you start to break down food. Hey, and if you do anything right now, start like specifically chewing a little bit longer. Your stomach has no teeth. So you've got to chew up your food as much as possible. Some people say 20 times. That's freaking impossible for me when the food is really good. Hey. So, you put the food in your mouth you start chewing it up, it starts breaking it down. Where's it going to go next? It goes into your that's a stomach, I promise. Hey. In your yes, it does, I know. In your stomach, you have this stuff called hydrochloric acid. What is hydrochloric acid? Helps break down protein into amino acids so they can go to the next step and be absorbed. What's one of the main drugs that is sold in America? Omeprazole. It's now over-the-counter. It's a heartburn medication. Here's the problem. Most people do not produce enough HCL so they don't have enough stomach acid. So why do you get heartburn? It's because that ribeye steak goes into your stomach. There's not enough enzymes to break it down, so it sits down there and putrefies, and the stuff that you feel coming back up is... Lactic acid, not hydrochloric acid, but you go to the doctor and say, I have heartburn and acid is acid. So what do they do? They put you on a proton pump inhibitor, which reduces even more your ability to produce HCL. Without proper stomach acid, you've got this little, when your food leaves your stomach, you have this little thing right here that hangs off of your liver called your gallbladder. Without stomach acid, your gallbladder can't secrete that stuff called bile, and without bile, you can't absorb fat. Okay, so if you have a liquid that's sitting inside of a reservoir for a long period of time, what happens? What's what's that? It gets gross. It gets gross. Okay, what? I heard something over here. It starts to rot, and in the case of the gallbladder, if we're not getting a full gallbladder ejection. We start to form stones. Hey, what's the medical answer for stones? Yank out the gallbladder because we don't need it. It's just an accessory. Bull. You need it. You need it because you need to absorb that fat because guess what the brain is made out of? Fat and cholesterol. Don't get me started on cholesterol. We'll go way over the four minutes that I have left. The next step of the process, we're going to dump into... The small intestine, I have to label these things because I cannot draw. Hey, the small intestine is, the fir- is a barrier system, it's a filter. You have these cells, we could, honestly we could spend a, an hour talking about just the small intestine, but we have these cells that are basically tightly packed together that upon certain signals they open up and allow food and broken down food to enter into your bloodstream where you can use it as fuel. Unfortunately, the standard American diet, the stress we live under, radon gas, and other environmental toxins will actually start to break apart those intestinal cells, and so they no longer open and close, they just stay open. And when they stay open, whole food, whole proteins enter in your bloodstream, your immune system goes, what the hell is that? And starts creating this inflammatory attack. Hey, okay? and what's the, what's the result of that? Autoimmune disease. Skin problems, Alzheimer's, dementia, diabetes, blood pressure. I could go on and on and on. Okay, all because this part of the system is broken down. Okay, From there, we're going to go into the colon where we absorb water and our fat-soluble vitamins, which are A, K, E, and D. How are you going to remember fat-soluble vit- vitamins? Does anyone want to see a fat guy naked? A-K-E-D. That's how I remembered it. <laughs> hey. Now, the colon also has a ton of bacteria in it, which we cannot survive without that bacteria. Okay. Here's a problem. When we are born, if we are a C-section birth, we never get introduced to this normal flora of what's supposed to be in the mom's vaginal canal. There's no introduction to that. There's no inoculation. That's an immune system that's not going to develop appropriately or and or an infant that gets a constant ear infections is constantly put on antibiotics they're never going to have a normal immune system because of those antibiotics because we're killing off that normal flora from the get-go hey so if we can say anything about this there is a sphincter muscle right here yes the word sphincter makes me giggle every time hey that closes off so there's the col- the bacteria from the colon cannot get up into the small intestine and if we are under chronic stress and we're always freaking out about something hey that's a fight or flight response which is exactly opposite of what we need which is feed and breed hey this this muscle gets weak and all of a sudden the bacteria from the colon starts leaking over into the small intestine and literally all hell breaks loose hey Inside of this bacteria, how am I doing? One minute holy crap, one minute left. Inside of this, or inside of the colon, this bacteria is a constant battle of good gut bugs and bad gut bugs. The standard American diet and lifestyle and stress and all the garbage that we eat helps proliferate and grow the bad gut bugs, and the good gut bugs never have a chance. Here's the problem. Think of it this way: the bad gut bugs eat your nutrients and poop out toxins we have toxic colon the good gut bugs eat toxins and poop out nutrients so if you want to take care of your gut part of it is managing that good versus bad Okay, and then finally your gut will actually end in the rectum where waste comes out hey okay? for troy's sake we're not going to spend time talking about that Okay, so five things. What do we want to do? Number one, eat a paleo diet. That means getting rid of sugar, refined grains, fast foods, etc. So your focus should be meats, fruits, and vegetables for our weight loss program we focus on low glycemic fruits and vegetables so i tell people to kick out while they're healing bananas pineapples mangoes and grapes by the way if anybody wants like me to email the uh, program bracket to them just give me your email address i'll send it to you or i'll send it to troy and you'll just send it to the group hey okay. and then for vegetables kick out potatoes corn peas and carrots Yes, I make a living in a Idaho telling potato farmers they cannot have potatoes. It's fun. That's number one. Number two, hey, what do we want to drink? Thank you. Which, what, what are we going to kick out? <laughs> Pretty much everything else. Hey, do uh, you know that there is no difference in obesity rates between people that drink sugar soda and diet soda? No difference. They both increase your appetite so you eat more food, okay? Aspartame, (laughs) if you want to go down a a wild rabbit hole, Google aspartame and start looking at what it really does. It turns into uh, formaldehyde inside of your body, and formaldehyde exposure increases anxiety, depression, Alzheimer's, diabetes, and inflammation, okay? Number three, change your oils. Go home and throw out every seed oil, every vegetable oil that you have in your pantry and replace it with extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, and butter. Okay. Okay? Now, I would say ghee. I would say ghee because ghee is clarified butter. But if there's more help than that, then butter is like one of those like, eh, do we really want to? I could make an argument that that's actually good for you. Right, number four is probiotics. Hey, here's what I say about probiotics: If you have a healthcare prediction, healthcare practitioner that you trust, buy your probiotics from them. If you want my recommendations, I will give them to you, uh, but do not buy them from the box store. Do not think that the stuff that they put in yogurt is going to do you any good whatsoever. Hey, okay. speaking of yogurt, when you look at a health pro- when you look at a, at a food that comes in a box or it has a barcode and they make a health claim on that food, they are lying through their teeth or they're hiding something. Okay, so yes, yogurt has bacteria in it, but there's so much sugar that it doesn't do you any good and that bacteria will never make it to your colon where it's supposed to be. Are we clear on that? Hey, okay. Last but not least, number five is develop a meditation practice because that sympathetic-parasympathetic balance is so important to your gut health. If you meditate every day, you put yourself in a parasympathetic state and things will improve greatly for you. Absolutely. Do they all cause formaldehyde? Or whatever? No. You know, sucralose is still new and we don't... Um, the jury is still out, okay? And really, like, the jury is still out for aspartame as well, but there's much, much more evidence leaning more and more. But the problem is, like, if we learned anything from 2020, we learned that government health agencies are, are influenced by pharmaceutical and food companies' money. They're full of crap, okay? And I, I can actually show you, like, specific examples. So sucralose, um, like I said, the jury is still out. It's, if you're consuming that stuff, like on the daily, I'd be a little concerned. Hey, is it better than sugar? Yeah, probably. Maybe. Aspartame is definitely just as evil. Um, So there's my answer. Colt. Can you touch on what POD is and if the proton is (laughs) actually good or bad better than that? On what is? So it does what they say it does, right? It shuts down the proton pump inhibitor, but it's just masking a problem. It's not getting to the root. It's just covering a symptom. The root is consumption of foods that aren't beneficial to to the stomach. So short-term, yeah, they're great. Long-term, let's figure out what the heck's wrong so we don't have to keep taking that stuff for the rest of your life. So I... You know, I I say there's a big, there's the trio of Alzheimer's. Hey, the trio is cholesterol medications because you're lowering cholesterol, which the brain is made out of. Uh, Proton pump inhibitors because you're lowering overall protein, you can't absorb fat. And then uh, metformin because your blood sugar is just jacked and we need to figure that out anyway because type 3 diabetes is, or excuse me, Alzheimer's is type 3 diabetes. Yes? Yes? Yes, with some other, solving SIBO is a big part, SIBO is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. That's when the bacteria come from the colon and it gets dumped into the intestine. Um, it will certainly decrease the inflammatory component of it, but there's some other steps that need to be taken as well. Yes, Let's start, look, read the ingredients of the over-the-counter stuff. There's I'm I'm always wary of companies that make claims like this is the only one that does such and such. And being yeah, Read your labels. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you recommend? Probiotic it. Doesn't have a, like what ingredient are you supposed to not have? I can't remember if you look at like most probiotics, it's like a certain whatever, cinnamon, whatever. And like the I show saw like, for store was the only one that I found that was like a different Yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to talk to you some more later, Uh, but as far as like just general over the, like a general probiotic, uh, there's a company called Master Supplements, and and just to be 100% transparent, I do some work for them. Uh, They're the best that I've found as far as like, hey, here's a general one that you could take and your grandma could take, but if there's some other gut issues that are happening, there's definitely different strains that we want to talk about, Uh, but I'll put that in in the email as well. So on the probiotics, like, I know Wealth of Health has several different ones. Yeah. Are they probably, okay, oh yeah, I mean, Wealth of Health does use their research typically I You're going to get a better product from Wealth of Health, and I'd feel much more comfortable if you went and bought them from them versus buying them from Costco or Target. Holy crap. they're cleaner than some they're not as holy as they say they are i said that one night one of the ladies in my program like her husband is a big melaleuca guy and i totally just ripped him apart can you tell us a really quick process overview of like hey If you or if any of us in the group or anybody we want to refer to what's the process? They come see you once and then, like, you develop a plan or what do you do? So, where we don't deal much with insurance, I never charge for the initial, like, let's just sit down and see what's going on. And I've, I've prided myself over the last decade or so of just saying flat out, look, I'm not going to charge you a dime until we know kind of what the direction is going to look like. I mean, there's things like the weight loss program that have a set price or someone may not respond very well with that. We have to come up with something else for them. So it's just sit down, let's chat, let's look at whatever else has been done, and then we can figure it out from there. So if you want to refer people to me, have them call the office and just set up a consult, and we're happy to sit down with them. program with you qualify to use HSAs? Absolutely. We love HSAs. Anybody else? That was fun guys, thank you.